Hey friends, welcome to the Habits and Home Show, where we talk about all things habits and your home. Today is the last episode of our Home Management Systems Summer Series. And though I'm a little sad to be wrapping up the summer, I'm really excited for what's to come in the fall. First of all, September is my favorite month of the year, probably because it's my birthday month, and this year is a special birthday for me. I am hitting a big milestone, and age doesn't scare me. I don't know why women are afraid to talk about age, but I am very, very proud to be the age that I'm turning. This month, I am turning 40 years old, and I feel so good being 40, and all of my 20-somethings who are listening, and my 30-somethings, I mean, I feel like 30 you hit this age where you just feel much more confident about yourself. And turning 40 just feels fabulous. <laughs> I loved my 20s. It, there was a lot of things. I became a new mom. I got a career. I got a car. I got a house. I got all the things. And I thought that my life was basically done. <laughs> when I hit 30, I had like a midlife crisis. And I was like, what is there left to do? Everything I've ever wanted to accomplish, I've done in my 20s. And boy, was I wrong. My 30s have been amazing. I am so much more confident, so much more self-assured. I know who I am. And I learned boundaries. I learned boundaries in my 30s. I actually read the Boundaries book by Henry Cloud, and it was life-changing. And I have learned how to have boundaries in a kind way. Um, so all of my 20 somethings, if you are listening, just know that there is so much life left to live and you will find your confidence as you mature and get older and it's not the end of the world. (laughs) So anyway, uh, September is my favorite month, but also it is the anniversary month of this podcast. So today, September 1st, 2023, we're actually celebrating the second year of this podcast. And I can't believe that we've been here. I've been here for two years and been consistent. I'm so proud of myself. So thank you listeners for being with me on this journey to minimize your home, minimize our home, create systems, and to maintain it with habits. And that, my friends, is basically my framework. If you want to learn anything that I do and apply it, it's first declutter your spaces, then set up your systems, and then maintain those systems and your space with daily habits. And that is why this podcast is called Habits and Home. So speaking of maintaining with daily habits, we're going to dive into today's topic to wrap up our series of home management systems. And I'm going to share with you a three-step reset system to keep your bedrooms organized. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. 
Like I said earlier, we are wrapping up our home management systems summer series, and I'm really excited for the next series of podcast episodes that are coming out starting in October. I have heard from listeners, whether in their consultation calls or in their one-to-one coaching sessions, and this one topic keeps coming up. ADHD. Whether you're a mom with ADHD and you just feel paralyzed, you don't know where to start in your home, or you have children who have ADHD and you need specific tips and specific strategies for helping them maintain their own spaces and for you to know how to set up your home so that your family is supported. So I am so excited to bring this information to you as well as to launch a brand new group program for ADHD families starting in January. So make sure that you tune in to those episodes starting in October, but still hang out with me all throughout September because I'm going to be covering a lot of different topics that I have been wanting to cover even throughout this summer. All right. So today we are, now that we have decluttered our clothes, we have set up laundry systems, we have covered all the different systems that you could have in your kid's bedroom. I hope you didn't get overwhelmed by that episode, but I really wanted to inspire you to start being the CEO of your home, to start creating what we call in the business world, SOPs, standard operating procedures. How, what is the standard for operating your home? Okay. You're creating all of these SOPs for your entire home. You are the manager. You are the CEO of your home. So now we're focused still on the bedroom. We want to maintain, we've decluttered, we have systemized. And the third and final step of my framework that I teach you is to maintain with habits. And my biggest habit that I love teaching people and holding them accountable and helping them to establish is the habit of simply resetting your space. So if you have decluttered and if you have optimized your space by creating systems, now you simply maintain those systems by utilizing habits. Okay. So what are the three steps that I recommend that you do to reset your bedroom very simply every night? Okay. So if you have established a laundry system and you're doing laundry daily, if that's your choice, then the first step would be when you're going into your bedroom, say you're tucking your kids out into bed at night. Okay. Our routine is, okay, our kids have brushed their teeth. They've done all the flossing and everything. And we have established a, a routine with them, a bedtime routine to where we tuck them in at night. Yes, they're still 12 and 10 years old. So we get to tuck them in. Even my 14 year old, I tuck her in at night. So our daily habit for laundry is we fold laundry at night. We hand it to them and we say, okay, let's go to bed. So they're walking in their bedroom with their laundry and they put it away right then. Okay. We're following them. When you are establishing habits for your kids, you want to follow an I do, we do, you do framework. I do it. Watch me do it. Okay. I'm doing this. This is how I want it to look. Maybe you're carrying the laundry in their bedroom at night. Okay. That's the I do step. Now we're going to, we do, I'm going to help you carry it in there and we're going to put it away together. And then the you do, once you're weaning them off of your assistance, 
you take your laundry in there and I'm going to watch you put it away and make sure that you're doing it correctly. So the first step I recommend, and now take it for what it's worth, your family is your family and you're going to have to create your own standard operating procedures. But for my family and for myself is we carry our laundry from wherever it was folded, whether it's folded at the the couch or it's folded at the, the laundry counter in the laundry room. We carry it into our bedroom and we put it away right then. That way it doesn't it doesn't end up in laundry baskets or it doesn't end up on the, the bed and then ends up on the floor. When we know that we're going to bed, we carry our laundry into the bedroom and we put it away. We don't leave that bedroom again. This is our procedure, okay? That's step number one. Put your laundry away daily. Now, if you do your laundry on the weekend, then you're gonna have a, a different number one step. But I'm recommending to you Stay on top of your laundry daily. Have a daily system. Give yourself the weekends off. And if you need help with this, you can go to habitsandhome.com shop and download my laundry system workbook. It's going to guide you through being able to do your laundry regularly and stay on top of it where you don't have piles and piles of laundry. I just walked one of my coaching students through this and I helped her figure out what laundry system works specifically for her family. So take that workbook and decide what laundry system works for your family. And you always start at a baseline, which is all the laundry is complete and put away. Okay, step number two, you're going into your bedroom. Let's just take your kid's bedroom, for instance. Okay, you're going into your kid's bedroom, tuck them in, you bring your laundry, their laundry in, they put it away, they hang it up really simply. Even three, four-year-olds can you can help them guide the hanger into their shirt. Okay, do this, start young. Even if they're older, they can learn this too. Use the I do, we do, you do framework with teaching them. And step number two to resetting your bedroom daily to keep it organized is to clear all surfaces. Now, this is not meant to tell you, oh, you gotta clean every day. This is not cleaning. This is clearing. And I always say start with the floor first. If you're doing this daily, if you are clearing the floor daily, there's not going to be a lot. There's not going to be a lot to pick up. It might be a couple of it might be an outfit that was taken off after school that day. It might be a little barn with some toy like toy animals that are left out. If you have decluttered, there shouldn't be a lot left out. And so if you're doing this daily reset when you're tucking your kids in at, in at bed at night, then you're going to be, you're going to have a minimal amount of work to do. So clear all surfaces, start with your, the floor first. So in your kid's bedroom, have them do a, it takes like two to two to three minutes to, to, cl- to pick up the floor and clear that surface in your own bedroom, in your master bedroom, what's on the floor? Well, if you have decluttered and you have staged and systemized your bedroom, then probably the only thing that is on your floor is maybe some shoes left out or the outfit that you took off and you didn't put away right away. That might be the only thing that's on your floor to pick up or maybe some books that you've left out. Okay. Not living in fantasy land. I'm living on the other side of decluttering. Okay. So step number one is to put all your laundry away for that day. Step number two, is to clear all surfaces. Start with your floor first, 
than the surfaces like your nightstand or your the top of your dresser. Step number three is to stage your first task. Stage your first task to make them super obvious for the next morning. So this might mean laying out school clothes for your kids or gym clothes for yourself. Whatever your first task are for the day, stage it, set it out in your room so it's super obvious what the first step it is you need to take in the morning. And that's it guys, a simple three-step system to keep the bedrooms in your house organized. Put away the laundry daily, clear all surfaces, just a daily pickup, a daily reset, two to three minute quick reset of the floor and the surfaces in your bedroom. And then lay out, stage what those first tasks are for the next morning. Now that you know these three simple steps to reset your bedroom daily, to keep it organized, I want to share with you a couple of things that you need to do in order to be successful at this daily. First of all, you need to declutter. You need to simplify what is actually in your bedroom that you are managing. Because if you have a lot in there, your daily reset is going to take so long. So you have to know what's in your capacity. What is in your capacity during this season of your life? Whether you're in your 20s and you're a new mom, your your capacity is very, very slim. Whether you're a mom in her 30s and you have kids who are involved in a bunch of different sports, your capacity is very slim. Okay, you have to know what you are able to handle in the current season that you're living in. So declutter and minimize your stuff in your bedrooms and in your kids' bedrooms. And then the second thing that you need to do is stage your environment for the life you want to be living right now. You shouldn't have in your bedroom things that you haven't touched in five to 10 years. What are you needing in your bedroom to support the life that you are currently living? You need to stage your environment. The other thing you need to do is simplify your habits. And I like to use James Clear's four steps of behavior change. And his steps are the cue. What cues you to reset your bedroom? Whether it's maybe after you brush your teeth. After I brush my teeth, that's going to be my cue to go into my bedroom and reset my bedroom before I go to sleep. Maybe the cue is When the alarm clock goes off at 9 p.m., I know that's the time to put my kids to bed, and that's my cue to make them brush their teeth, and then we're going to grab the laundry and go into their bedroom. What is the cue that is going to remind you to do the habit? And then you have to crave it. You have to make it really attractive, and you do that by decluttering your space. You want to reset a space that is really simple and easy to manage. If your home is cluttered and makes you feel like yuck, it's not attractive. You're not craving the daily reset because you never feel good about it. I have students who, who feel amazing after working with me that once they've decluttered their space and then we work on the habit of daily resetting, especially their kitchen, they just, it, it, it brings tears to my eyes because they never knew how much they could enjoy cooking 
in their kitchen with their kids because their their kitchen was so cluttered. And so I really, really recommend decluttering, getting it down, and then you will crave being able to reset it daily because you know how good it makes you feel. And then make it easy. Make your reset really easy. And we do that by giving everything a specific place. It's easy. We know where those things go. We know exactly where to return them to. It's really easy. And then make it really satisfying, which is the reward. It's rewarding. Make it just sit in it and bask in the, the, just looking at the appearance of your house and soaking it in how good it makes you feel. That is a reward. Okay. And then I want to always go back to the cycle of decluttering. Decluttering is not a one-time event. It happens and it should happen seasonally and regularly. It can happen the very next week. I have uh, one student, she said, I, I declutter and then the very next day I come back and I, I declutter some more. Am, am, I, am I doing this right? I say, yes, that is exactly what I want you to get to. I want you to continue to declutter. I want you to, to continue to see what doesn't belong in your life. What doesn't support the life you want to be living. It's a continual lifestyle of decluttering. Okay, so let me go back to that three-step bedroom reset. It's very, very simple. Take your laundry and put it away daily. Clear the surfaces. Start with the floor because you really need to be able to walk around and clear all the surfaces. Put everything back and then stage your first task. Don't overthink this. It's not complicated. Don't make excuses for yourself either and don't make excuses for your kids. If you're making the excuse that we have too much, then you skipped that first part, which is to declutter and stage your environment. All right, friends, I'm gonna hop off my bandwagon now. I just get so passionate about this because I know how good it feels. I know I know how, how much of an impact it has had on my life. The very framework I am telling you, the declutter, the systemizing, which is staging your environment to support the life you wanna be living, and then maintaining, maintaining it, maintaining your space, with daily habits. It is possible, I know, even with ADHD, even with depression, even with anxiety, I'm gonna be transparent. I struggle with anxiety sometimes. And if I didn't have my systems in place, if my home wasn't systemized in a way that it could happen automatically, I nothing would get done when I'm having these bouts of anxiety. Let me tell you, friend, it is possible. Now, if you don't want to wait till January to do our group program, I am always available for one-to-one coaching. You can click the link below to schedule a free consultation with me if you want to get one-on-one help. As always, I'm always here for you, cheering you on, and I will see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.